Welcome to Radio Row. David Behrman, Adam H. Beasley here. We got Super Bowl 58. PFN is going to be live all week long from Radio Row here at Mandalay Bay. Adam, you excited to be here? It's a festival for the senses. I'm just looking around this room. You've got every major outlet you could think of. Over 200 tables here at Radio Row. Uh, we're, number, we're table number two, but number one in your hearts, right? It is table two. We're right here. Uh, we're actually right in front of the New Orleans booth, so like already getting ahead of Super Bowl 59. Uh, but this is great. I mean, there's hundreds of people here. Tables, when you say, how many tables do you say? I think over 200, and they have these massive studios for Sirius XM, for DraftKings. It's, it's pretty wild. Everything you've heard about Radio Row, like this is the real deal. I mean, there's huge booths. You got Kay Adams over there. You got Sirius over there. Pat McAfee will be doing his thing that he always does over there, but we're here to talk about the Super Bowl. So we got the Chiefs and the Niners, a little bit of deja vu because we had this a couple of years ago. Uh, we've uh, had the Chiefs a bunch of times. They're now going to try to do something that hasn't been done in over 20 years and have a, a repeat champion. Uh, so before we get to picks, what do you think of the fact that the Kansas City Chiefs keep coming back for the Super Bowl in five years? Well, obviously it's incredibly impressive. It's a testament to Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes uh, becoming the new Brady and Belichick. They really have, uh, what was it, six straight AFC championships now for the Chiefs, and they were, you know, triumphant in three of them. Four of them. This is their this is the fourth Super Bowl under Mahomes. They've, they're two and one, correct? Correct. Uh, going for the, 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 the repeat, as you said. Uh, Mahomes has a chance to do something that two other people in the entire history of planet Earth have done, and that's win three Super Bowl MVPs. Do you know who the other two were? Montana, Brady. Yes. That is a short list. A very short list. Might very be, list. at the end of the day, the three greatest quarterbacks, okay. at least from a team success standpoint, that we've ever seen. Are you ready to put him there? If they win, let's just say they win, and he's on that list, are you ready to put Mahomes in that category? Or is it, hey, he's only 28 years old, we got some time? Or it's like, you know, Brady won three in his first four years. This will be three in five years. Montana won a whole bunch early. Do you put him there or do you wait? Well, you don't put the body of work there, obviously. Certainly, you need another decade, decade plus to play at this level or close to it. Although, I will say this. Brady had a long stretch where didn't. they didn't do it. They would get there and lose. They would lose in the divisional round of times, the conference championship. Uh, the Chiefs, they are unstoppable in the playoffs. They are absolutely unstoppable. It's surprising that they're underdogs, right? They are underdogs, and it's floating between two and three points back and forth. I think it's settled at about two, and it may move around, but it won't get over three. You wrote an article earlier last week uh, on ProFootballNetwork.com. If you want to read Adam's article, are people looking at the Chiefs in the same villainous light that we eventually got to with the Patriots? Now, granted, you know, a lot of Dolphin fans, a lot of Dolphin coverage might say, hey, we don't like the Patriots. But overall, people got tired of Brady, Belichick, sure. and the Patriots. Are we getting there yet with the Chiefs, or is this different than that? I think it's worse. Worse? I think it's uh, A, fatigue, right? We are tired of seeing the same two or three, four teams in the Super Bowl every single year. Um, it's crazy. You go back and look at it. A Super Bowl without Brady or Mahomes over the last 25 years, and you can count them on one hand, right? It's, it's absolutely wild. Um, I think that's a big part of it. But really, the culture war we didn't see with the Patriots, right? And you did not have Red State versus Blue State coming out against, which is crazy because Kansas and Missouri are huge Red States. Right, right, right. But uh, the conservative movement, for whatever reason, hates Taylor Swift, hates Travis Kelsey because of the vaccine, because of... Uh, Bud Light and all these, you know, hot button issues that the vast majority of Americans don't care about. 
uh, but it's animating force for a subset of Americans, and that has been a big reason why there's been this level of backlash. It's wild. People lose their mind over 45, 50 seconds of Taylor Swift footage over the course of a three and a half hour. It is amazing. We'll save the PFN political blog for another day, but it is amazing the coverage of, of what Taylor Swift has done where it's innocent. She's dating one of the best football players out there, and the amount of hate that, I mean, they show her on TV for 30 seconds at a time, and it's like, who cares? Even the Grammys last night, every single award, they show Taylor. Right. Every single time. Well, That's she's TV. She's probably the most famous person on the planet. Yeah. You she, say that. she probably is the most famous person on the planet, and she has brought an entire new class of people to football. You see the TikTok videos of setting up for their Taylor Swift Super Bowl party. I think it's great. Like, yeah. what, 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 other people. What, you have to be incredibly thin-skinned to care so much about something that you love more people love. And, and that's really what it comes down and to. And we've always we've all been to Super Bowl parties. Maybe not you because you're here every year. <laughs> but Super Bowl parties, for the most part, you have most of the guys watching the game and involved in every play, squares, props, etc. And some of the women are, are doing it, but, but they're also in their groups and their wives right. and they're hanging out and love the commercials, love the halftime show. They're going to be watching. Like, my daughter watched one part of the Super Bowl last year. My six-year-old daughter, she watched the halftime show. Mm -hmm. And she danced and danced and danced. She's going to be watching the Super Bowl this year because she wants to see Taylor Swift. If they show, when they show. Um, that's different than normal where you're going to have people watching for football reasons as opposed to, oh, it's halftime, let's go dance. So I think that has brought another area to the game that we're not saying we're writing Taylor Swift comms at profootballnetwork.com. You've mentioned it in your columns. We didn't think we would be here a year ago, but here we are with Taylor Swift having an impact on the Super Bowl. I, I'm gonna, I know we're going to get to your uh, picks and predictions and all that and, and, and best bets and all that in a sec. I'm going to go and make a prediction early on. I think this will be the most watched television broadcast in the history of humanity. I think you will have... a. 100 million is usually around the number. Yep. You could be talking 120, 125 million. They got 55 million viewers for a divisional round playoff game. Every single Chiefs game has brought in ridiculous numbers this year. Uh, the Super Bowl, whose 100 million has tapered off over the years, is on its way back up. We saw record numbers last year. I totally agree with you. This probably will be the most watched event in NFL history. Let's shift to the other side. We've talked about the Chiefs, and you made the point that it's Chiefs, it's Patriots, like every Super Bowl is one of them. That's The AFC has been that way for about 30 years. It's been Pittsburgh, it's been the New England, it's been Kansas City with the occasional Cincinnati in there. Right. The NFC's been different. Now, the NFC dominated the 80s with just the Giants, Niners, Cowboys, and then eventually the Packers in, in the 90s. But since then, it's been a collection of who's who. you got the Rams, you've seen the Falcons, just other teams popping up. In the NFC, Tampa Bay wins one every couple of years. It's not been consistent like the AFC. However, this is the Niners' second appearance in the last five years and third appearance if you go back to the Harbaugh Bowl of, of, of the last decade. Are they here to stay? Is this the new NFC dynasty, so to speak, or do they still have a lot to prove? Because they haven't won any of them. Sure. Now, they won their five years ago, but in this current century, They've had three appearances, and they haven't won. Yeah, and they've also had the inferior quarterback in every single one of those yeah. games. And that's the big question we're going to have. Can Brock Purdy do it? Can is it, I think they, they murdered a lot of narratives throughout the course of the playoffs, both the divisional round and the conference championship round. This is a team that can't come to the Certainly, they, you know, they did it in round one. And that Lions game, they were down 17 points at the half. 
and 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 they did it with offense and defense. Purdy made throws. They you know they got some turnovers. They it was a complete team win. Can Purdy outduel Patrick Mahomes? That's an enormous question of this week of this game that we're going to see. Arguably the most talented quarterback of all time. Can you beat that guy? It's got to be a team effort. But I do think that the, the Niners have built something sustainable. I think that certainly having a quarterback on their rookie contract, not just a quarterback on their rookie contract, but a quarterback on a seventh-round rookie contract. I mean, they're paying that guy $800,000 a year or something. Um, that is sustainable for the next two, three, four years. Then we'll see what they do. Do they make him one of those high-paid quarterbacks or they turn it over again? But let's just get this on the table. Kyle Shannon isn't just the best quarterback. I'm sorry, best quarterback. Kyle Shannon isn't just the best head coach not to win a Super Bowl. He's one of the best head coaches, period, in the National Football League right now. You have that defense, you have those weapons, and then you have Purdy as the facilitator. They have a real chance, and I actually like them to win this game. I, I mean, we all like to play GM. We all have our fantasy teams. We all are obsessed about the teams that we root for and what they should and shouldn't do. You have a, a, a Niners team who traded up into the first round to the number three pick to select Trey Lance. Then they went and got Jimmy Garoppolo. So they went 0 for 2 at quarterbacks, and they wind up with the last pick of the draft. We all know he's called Mr. Irrelevant. Is now going, he's gone back-to-back NFC title games. Now he's gone to a Super Bowl. And Brock Purdy, it is the enigma of this Super Bowl. Like, you know what you're getting with the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. You know you got Patrick Mahomes. He's going to go down as one of the greatest, if not the greatest quarterback of all time. Brock Purdy is just a piece of the puzzle for the Niners, but it's a piece that may win or lose this Super Bowl. Yeah, and you, you look. I mean, he he he'll go. He'll throw you some bad ones, right? He he will make some of those throws that you're just like. Ugh. But I, to think that he's just a plug and play system quarterback because I think it's short, selling him short. He, he he makes throws off target, you know, off platform uh, that are fantastic. I mean, he is a really 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 nimble guy. He uses his legs um, in ways that I don't think anybody saw coming out of college. Um, but again, the, the lights are brighter. I, I pick, I'm picking the, the Niners. I like them to win this game by a field goal. Uh, but if there's a reason they don't, it's because they don't get enough of the field. Well, let me, let's get into it. We've talked about each team. We've talked about where we're here. We're at reporting live from Radio Row at Mandalay Bay Conference Center here in Las Vegas. Chiefs, Niners, you had the Super Bowl a couple of years ago where the Niners held the lead late in the fourth quarter. Uh, they decided to throw the ball. Did not work out. Chiefs went right down the field and scored. Chiefs went right down the field and scored. And we had a Chiefs Super Bowl that didn't look like they were going to win that one. You had mentioned uh, they, they two and one in Super Bowls. They had obviously won this one and they won last year, but then they lost to Tampa in Tampa, which is say COVID year. It was COVID it, year. It was it was a weird Super Bowl. But now we're here at this one. You said you like the Niners. What? I think they're the most complete team. I think they've been the most complete team throughout the entire course of the, of the National Football League season. Um, and I think they've shown grit and resilience. Obviously, both those games came at home against inferior teams. But the way they came back against the Packers and the way they came back in the second half against the Lions tells me that I don't think they can win a shootout. They don't want to be in a position where they're trading drive for drive with Patrick Mahomes. But they, they, they are the best team in the National Football League, and I like them to win. It's, it's just as simple as that. Maybe some matchups that are not great, you can get into some of those props that you want to talk about. Sure. Uh, but from an, when that offense is clicking, fantastic. Like When they're on time, when they're on schedule, an incredibly good offense. And their defense still has some of the best players in the, in the, in the league on it, and when they're going, they're really good. And I, I do agree that the Niners are the best team in the league, top to bottom. They have the most talent, both sides of the ball. But I'm going to go the opposite way. I like the Chiefs, and here's why. What wins Super Bowls? Coaches, quarterbacks. 
the Chiefs have the best of both. They have the better coach. Oh, I, don't, the better I don't know coach. if I agree with that. I do. Kyle Shanahan has not won the game yet. He has gotten there. You saw what happened when he was the Atlanta coach, the, the Atlanta offense coordinator, and they blew the lead. You've seen him blow the Super Bowl. You've seen him lost other big games. He has yet to do it. And I'm going to tell you, you're going to know in the first half if the Niners are going to win the Super Bowl. If they come out like they did in their first two playoff games, they're losing to Detroit. They were losing the game before, and they had to rally, which shut that narrative down that the Niners can't rally. You're not rallying with Kansas City Chiefs. Sure I, think if, I think if the Chiefs come out here and establish the run, and it's one of the props I like. I say a Pacheco over 62.5 rush yards. I believe it's up to 65.5. It was not me who moved the line. <laughs> the one weakness on both sides of the ball for either team, or all three sides of the ball if you're talking special teams as well, is the Niners' rush defense. 15th in the NFL. It's exposable, if that's a word. Pacheco has hit this number in all three playoff games. The Chiefs not known to be a running team, as you and I discussed off-air beforehand. They're a passing team. Have established the run in the playoffs. It's how they beat Miami. It's how they kept the ball away from Josh Allen. And it's how they eventually took a big lead against the Ravens and held on. I think their ability to control the ball with their run game, and obviously you can pass it wherever you want with Mahomes, will be the difference as well as the fact that this is a different Chiefs defense that we saw four years ago. It's a different Chiefs defense we saw last year. And whereas they were not the Chiefs of old on offense, the one thing that we were all like, ah, oh, the Chiefs are done, the dynasty's over, they're not going to make it back. Why they are here today and why they'll be here on Sunday and why I think they're going to hold that Lombardi trophy up again is Steve Spagnuolo's defense is really, really good. And I'm not sure Brock Purdy has seen that level of defense yet. Well, and, and the, the quarterbacks they went through were Tutunga Bailoa, Josh Allen, uh, and then Lamar Jackson. Those three quarterbacks combined uh, completed 57.4% of their passes, 5.7 yards per attempt, three touchdowns, two interceptions, a 75.2 rating. Completely agree with you that Chiefs defense is legit. Top five, maybe top three in the National Football League. Offense is very good. You're not wrong. It's You're not wrong. It's, it's very limited to the outside. And if the Niners can control the line of scrimmage, I don't know how they're going to move the football. And you're not wrong there. That offense is not the offense of old. But that's why I give credit to Andy Reid for being able to take this team and change it a little bit where they, they actually have a you – know, we, we always talk fantasy with all this, like, who's the Chiefs running back? They have a running back. His name's Isaiah Pacheco. And he's run for 65 or more yards in all three playoff games. And he's arguably been their MVP for the playoff run. And that's where the Niners are a little bit weak on run defense. Listen, they shut Pacheco down and they make Mahomes run all over the field. Then I think they win the game because that's what Tampa did. And that's what last year uh, the Eagles did until the second half when Mahomes went all over the place. Right. So I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring game like last year. Um, I think it's going to be more like the Tampa game a couple of years ago, but I think you're looking at a 24-21 type game uh, in this, which would be the under, by the way. Uh, but I do think the Chiefs come out on top because I just think they, they've been there, they've done it, and they have the coach and the quarterback to get it done. All right, so we're both in agreement then. It's a coin flip game and it's low score. Absolutely. I, I, I would be all over the under as well. I think it's both those defenses. And, and, and I just want to take one second to, to, to cape up a little bit for Kyle Shanahan, okay? Someone needs to. 28-3 wasn't his fault. Not totally. Wasn't Not his best totally. effort. Okay. Wasn't his best effort. You score 28 points in the Super Bowl, you're supposed to win that game. You are? You're supposed to win that game. And the GOAT was on the other side, and things went their way, and yes. that That's point number one. They got to the Super Bowl. They did. With Jimmy Garoppolo. Have you seen Jimmy Garoppolo outside of Kyle Shanahan's influence? Horrendous quarterback. 
a very the NFC has been weak for years, and I think the Niners have taken advantage of that. And listen, you're not wrong that they are the best top to bottom team in football. A team that is able to overcome wasting a first round pick right. and get a quarterback at the bottom of the draft to lead your way there. And listen, Ayuk, Debo, you got Chris. We haven't. We're, we're what 20 minutes into this right. podcast. We have not mentioned the best player in football, right. Christian McCaffrey. I don't think they win the game with him on the ground because the Chiefs' defense is going to stop that. They're going to force him to dump it off. And if Brock Purdy can find McCaffrey around the field and keep the ball away from the Chiefs, that's in my mind how they win the game. If, if, if the Niners can get their uh, wide zone run game going and, and get to those edges, I think they have a real chance to control this game. If not, it's going to be one of those slob knockers. We're going to wrap up this Super Bowl 58 show here from Mandalay Bay here at Radio Row. So why don't you give your score prediction and MVP, and then I'll give mine. Oh, you, you dropped a curveball on me. MVP. A little curveball. All right, so I like the Niners 23-20, and we'll go with Christian McCaffrey as MVP. You're going to go Niners 23-20 and Christian McCaffrey. I did say the under, but four years ago when this matchup was here, I picked 31-20 and it finished 31 Okay. So that would be the official score, even though I don't think it gets the 31. And Mahomes gets another MVP. I'm going to go 24-21. I'd love to see another 31-20 because we did bet it this time. Um, Mahomes MVP takes another one, and he basically established himself as the GOAT right now. Yeah, no, it, it'll be Brady, Montana, and Mahomes in it's the Super Bowl era. So that'll wrap it up here from Radio Row. Adam Beasley, David Behrman, Pro Football Network. Make sure you go to profootballnetwork.com for all of our Super Bowl 58 coverage. We will be here all week long and all through the Super Bowl this coming Sunday.